Today on the pod, my guest is Jaron Filiator from Winford High School. Jaron talks about being a multi-sport athlete going into his senior year, being a ball boy for the Royals growing up, and how he wants his teammates to remember him. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Bases Loaded Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Kennedy, and today my guest is Jaron Filiator. Jaron, how's it going, buddy? Hi, good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, so how old are you, and what are you involved with there at Wentford High School? I am 17. I'll be a senior, and I'm on the basketball team and football team, and then I'm also a class officer. Good deal. So uh, obviously everybody's getting ready to go back to school or already back in school. Uh, you guys start uh tomorrow right tomorrow's your first day are we excited i mean this is it for you are you excited nervous you know where you're going right for your class yeah yeah um i'm excited but i mean that'll change after tomorrow when i get home from school i won't want to go the next day so but i am excited for tomorrow but i feel like that's how it always is you get excited for the first day then after that it's uh, yeah, school <laughs> so let me ask you this do you know who pretty much is all in, in your classes that you have do you already know your friends? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I'll, I'll figure out tomorrow from like most of them, but I know like, I know I have a few friends in a couple of classes and like there's one class that all the seniors have to take at Winford. So I know I'll be with a bunch of my classmates. So good deal. Getting back into the routine of, uh, of school. So being a multi-sport athlete, um, how busy has your summer been? Um, pretty busy. It, a lot, lot busier compared to last summer when obviously COVID was a lot like bigger of a deal then. And last year or last summer, we couldn't really go for um, any team camps for basketball or anything like that. And like in the beginning of the summer and we couldn't really practice together for basketball either. And then like when football uh, like came around like July and August, we had no seven on sevens last year. And I'm pretty sure we had one scrimmage and then what just one scrimmage and no seven on sevens in game. So We've def- it's and it's been different this year. Obviously, we've had I think three or four seven on sevens, and we had two scrimmages. So, and we went to one or two team camps for basketball too. So, so did you did you feel like you noticed that last football season that maybe maybe not just you guys, but uh, teams you're playing just kind of weren't in sync yet as far as um, you know just knowing the plays and the pace of the game and all that stuff because of the lost time. Yeah, you could you could definitely tell a difference. I mean, seven on sevens definitely help a lot with um with alignment for like uh you know the skill players, the running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers. But then obviously the scrimmages help a lot too with where you're actually playing in a game. And yeah, you could definitely notice it last year at the so, start of the season. So some people think seven on sevens are a little bit overrated uh, because you know it's sometimes it depends what's going on. You know they. They, you know, rush the quarterback or they, they drop eight and it's not realistic. Uh, what's your thoughts? Are you still getting something out of the seven sevens as far as competing wise? Um, I would say scrimmages are definitely more helpful, but seven on seven still obviously help with, you know, running routes and, you know, actually playing against or having some competition against someone that's not on your team. But I would definitely say that they're maybe a little bit overhyped and scrimmages are definitely regular scrimmages. Eleven on eleven are definitely superior than seven on sevens. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you there. Uh, so for you, um, how have sports impacted you as a kid growing up? Um, I've always been into sports since, I mean, as, since as long as I can remember, I mean, I always 
I've been going to, you know, football games at Winford for as long as I can remember and basketball games the same way. I wasn't really, I never really um, got into the NBA or NFL really when I was young. It was more like Winford, like high school sports. Like I remember I have like vivid memories of like players and games at Winford. And like, I always thought the, the um, pride stickers that we got on our helmets, I always thought those were the coolest thing ever. And like how you got more of them each week after each win. I always thought that was cool. So you were a you were a ball boy, correct? Yeah, yeah, I was I was a ball boy my seventh and eighth grade years. So is that something where obviously your seventh and eighth grade, um, you hear some language, um, and and so you know you kind of see the way that the high school kids act a little bit different than you do in middle school. Uh, oh, was yeah. that something that you were kind of like, holy smokes, this is intimidating, or you're like, wow, I cannot wait to be a part of this someday? Um. I would say I was more like excited for it. I never, I never really got too intimidated by any of the players or coaches. I always thought all the players were always like nice to us. We always got to, I remember we always got to ride the bus with the players to the games on most, most of the time we did. There were some games we didn't, but I remember most of the time we rode the bus and then the coaches, I remember we would always throw with the coaches, like when the players, you know, were in the locker room getting ready. And yeah, I, I have good memories from being a ball boy in seventh and eighth grade. So coach Halbert, obviously, um, you know, the, the head football coach there at Winford, uh, something happened, right? When you were a ball boy, something happened to one of the other kids that uh, got coach Halbert fired up a little bit, right? Yeah, we were playing. Um, it was my eighth grade year and we were playing at Lima Central Catholic. And that game was like, it was like late in the season. I think it was like our eighth game of the season, seventh or eighth game of the season. And we were at Lima Central and it was like raining, it was cold, and it was just bad conditions. And I remember, um, like, obviously, when it's raining and cold out, ball boys are pretty busy keeping the balls dry and, like, getting the new ball in every play and everything. And one of my uh, one of my friends, who was also a ball boy at the time, uh, got kind of – Coach Helber got pretty mad at him one play because uh, he, he didn't have – I think – I forget if it was he didn't have a new ball or if he needed – Coach Helbert needed the towel to, like, wipe off his hands or something. And – he kind of laid into him for a little bit. And that's, that is, that is the, I can't say that's the only time I was ever really intimidated as a ball boy was coach Helbert, um, uh, getting mad at one of my, or one of my friends being a ball boy for not having a pal on a rainy game. So have you and coach Helbert ever talked about this or is this something where you always think, man, one of these days? <laughs> no, I don't think I, I don't think I ever have, uh, I don't think I ever have asked him about it or brought it up to him. This is probably the first – I'm assuming he'll listen to this. This is probably the first time he'll ever hear of it. So he probably doesn't remember, but I remember it pretty well. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, who are some people that have helped you get to this point, uh, not only in sports but in life? Um, definitely Coach Halbert is one of the big ones. I mean, he's been he's been my coach since – I mean, he didn't – obviously he didn't coach the seventh and eighth grade teams, but we would always be at lifting. I remember – I've probably been going to lifting for six years since I was going to be a seventh grader. And I mean, he's, he always, he never treated us the same or he never treated us different because we were, you know, younger kids. He always, he were, he was on us as much as the older guys. And, and yeah, coach Hubbard is definitely, and he's always, he's, and it's, he's still that way. He's constantly on us, no matter how good of our practices are, there's always, or how, how good we play. There's always, you know, things that we can get better on. And um, another coach, that I only he only coached for about three years. He was one of my um, AU coaches, uh, Coach Lash. Uh, he 
he's the same way. He was always on us, and I would say I'm a pretty decent rebounder. I'm, I think I average like 10 rebounds a game this year, and I would credit a lot of that to him because he he was crazy about boxing out, and obviously I'm not amazing at it, but how I would credit a lot to him, and he's and he was always honest about other things too. And obviously, Coach Moore, who's my basketball coach for three years, obviously he saw something in me starting me as a sophomore, and I would say a lot of my confidence in basketball has come from him because I mean, he saw something in me, and you know I took that to heart. And Coach Smith is the same way. I mean, he was always right there with Coach Moore too, and now he has the opportunity, or I have the opportunity to get coached by him this year in basketball too. So. I'm excited. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, you have a, a coaching change um, for basketball, but it's not going to be that much different, right? Because it's it's going to be a coach that kind of got promoted from within, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be – I think it will be – you wouldn't think that it would be a lot different, but I think it will be, you know, a lot different. Obviously, Coach Moore and Coach Smith aren't separated that long by age, but they, they are very different coaches, I think, at least. And uh, I think that's a good thing. And, you know, Coach, Coach Moore is a great coach, and I think Coach Smith will be a great coach too, so I'm excited. Yeah, there's definitely a, a, a culture there um, at, at Winford with the football kids, man. Like you said, uh, you're starting, you know, going to the seventh grade, lifting and seeing these older kids. That's just a tradition that goes down. Is, that, is, that, is, there, so, is there some secret potion there at Winford that uh, you guys just have tough kids that want to work hard? Um, yeah, I would say it's a combination of that, and we have, you know, we have amazing coaches who – you know, get honest about that stuff. And like, you know, if we don't come one day, like, why weren't you here? Like, what were you like, you know, what's, you know, what's your excuse or whatever. And, but I would also say it's obviously a lot, it's a lot of the players too. Like I remember uh, being seventh graders. I remember Zach Hoffman would always pick me up some and Seth Hoffman who, and they lived right down the road from me or, and Seth lived like probably like half a mile down the road from me. Zach lives like probably a mile and a half from me. And I remember, you know, they're like these seniors and I'm like an eighth grader, seventh grader, and they don't have to come get me. But I mean, I remember they'd always give me rides. And I just, I think that shows a lot of how much, not only the coaches, but also the players care. I mean, senior come and pick up a seventh grader. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's, they, they never had, no one ever asked them to do that. And, you know, just stuff like that uh, really shows you how much people care or kids care at Winford about football. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, once you get there, you're like, Holy cow, man, I, I got something to prove, man. These guys came and yeah. picked me up. <laughs> I got to kind of show out a little bit, right? Yeah. Good deal. Uh, so going into your senior season, uh, back to football here, uh, what are some things you've been working to improve on since last year? Um, you know, I'm always trying to improve on everything, just trying to get stronger, faster, you know, and the weight room obviously helps a lot with that. And after basketball season, uh, being in the uh, weight, weight room for lifting and all that stuff after school, we go four days a week. So just, you know, nothing in particular, just trying to become a better athlete, mostly just stronger, faster, stuff like that. So what are realistic goals, uh, you know, for you guys this year as a, as a team for football? Um, we could definitely, we're definitely championship caliber. I mean, we definitely, a league title is definitely, you know, in the back of my head. You know, we're not there, you know, we're not quite yet to league play. We saw two more games before that, but I mean it's definitely sitting there in the back of my mind. And obviously a deep playoff run, you know, there's I think they expanded the playoffs this year, right? To sixteen teams. Yep. And so, you know, that's always in the back of my mind too. But that's you know, that's far away still. So but yeah, definitely conference championship. I think we're capable. We just have to, you know, work hard obviously and you know, can't 
can't get big heads about it and got to always take each week or got to take it week by week. So, yeah, I feel like you guys are definitely, you guys definitely um, are the team on the schedule there. Everybody's, everybody's circling that they want, you know, you're going to see everybody's best uh, week to week. So which, which teammates uh, would you say haven't really gotten the hype that they deserve? Um, You know, there's a lot of them. One, one, one uh, that pops into my mind is um, Kobe Nofsinger. He was a, I don't, I don't think he played last year and, but he, he, he'll be a junior this year and he uh, starts on offense now. And he, he was in the weight room for like every single, every single day I was there, which was almost every day is, was he was there and he, you know, he works hard and he doesn't, you know, mess around ever. He's always attentive and always works hard. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of him and I'm excited to see what else he'll do. And this year, and obviously next year too, I mean, I won't be here next year, but you know, I'll still, you know, watch and, or keep touching. So I'm excited for him. I'm also excited for some of my other teammates in my class that, you know, always haven't gotten the opportunity to play uh, varsity football. Like a couple come to my mind, like uh, Micah Karcher and Daniel Carrick, you know, they haven't, I love them both and I love them both a lot, but you know, they haven't had the opportunity to play varsity football this year or before and this year they're getting that opportunity. So I'm excited for them a lot. Good deal. Uh, so for you personally, do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions? Um, I don't, I'm not the most superstitious person, but I always do. Um, I get both my ankles taped always. Cause you know, I had an ankle problem last year where I missed a couple games and I always seem like my ankles always bother me. So I always just get them taped. Um, I always listen to music. I'm not really, I'm not the most superstitious guy. I don't really have, you know, obviously I'm not, you know, uh, messing around before games or anything like that, but you know, I'm focused, but Nothing really out of the ordinary, I guess you could say, that I do before games or anything. So a senior in high school in uh, 2021 listening to music before a football game, what are you listening to before football games? Um, I would say my music preference changes, like depending – like obviously I'm not going to listen to, you know, uh, the same music when I'm like laying in bed or like doing homework that I'm about to listen to before a football game. Like I like uh, – I really like Metallica – you know, 90s rock before football games is what I usually listen to. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so how would you want your teammates to describe you? If I, you know, I, I use this example with you in the, in the pre-pod. I, I go sit down at uh, Baker's with my family in about five years, and uh, I see a bunch of Winford kids with the, uh, you know, the letter jackets on from, from the class of 22. And I say, hey, man, what, uh, what do you guys remember about Jaron Filiator? What, what would they say? What would you want them to say? Um. Obviously, a, a great leader, um, a hard worker. I would say those are the two biggest ones. Just, um, you know, someone who always led by example and, you know, always did things the right way and maybe maybe not have, maybe not have done them the best way, but always did them the right way. And uh, just someone who, you know, always worked hard, never had excuses for anything, just always did, did the best he could to make his teammates and himself better. I would say those are the two big ones, hardworking and leadership. Good deal. Uh, so what do you do in your spare time uh, when you're not playing sports? What are you, what are you doing? Um, sports take, do take a lot of my time. Obviously, I hang out with friends outside of sports. And you know, now that school is starting, I really won't have much spare time at all. But I mean, you know, I'm okay with that. I like football. I like going to football practice. Um, but I, you know, I hang out with family, friends, 
watch other sports when I'm not playing them. Just typical things that a teenager does, I guess. But yeah, sports do take up a lot of my time, especially when school's around. Uh, do you have any pet peeves? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Um, one is like uh, just standing around in the weight room. That really bugs me. I I know I'm probably guilty of it every now and then, but you know, people who do it all the time, it really, you know, rattles my bones. I hate it. Um, I, you know, and I try to say something, I, I'll say something and then they'll be like, oh, okay. And then, you know, but I'll see him five minutes later doing the same thing. And, you know, it's not, it's just a few people. It's not like the whole team does it, but you know, it's just a few people here, another person there. And um, I'd say another one is not listening. Um, during a huddle or during like like not listening when a coach is talking you know and same I'm I'm probably guilty of it every now and then but you know people who are constant with it and who never that really bothers me and same in film like watching the film that really bothers me too yeah that definitely man you guys are high school kids you have a million things on your mind yeah um and then you know you look at a, a Friday night it's like you've had a full week you know once we get going a full week of school you got friends, you got family stuff and you got any free time and you got football. And it's like, man, you, you got it. You got to focus. You got to pay attention because yeah. this stuff's going to be gone pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are your plans for after high school? Um, I'm not really too sure, to be honest. I, I, th- I think I'll probably end up going to college. I don't I'm not real sure. I, I've always been interested in like um, going to school to get an engineering degree. I've always been interesting in like electricity. I know I've thought about the military a little bit, so it's a, it's a bunch of things. I'm not, I'm not too sure, but you know, I still have a little bit to figure out or I still have a little bit of time to figure it out. So hopefully I figure it out before, you know, I graduate, but yeah, I'm not too sure right now. Uh, do you have any hidden talents? Um, I'm a lefty. If that's a talent, I would say that's just more like a, um, a rare thing, but yeah, I'm a lefty. Um, I can juggle, I can juggle four balls. Um, I can't think of really anything else. But yeah, so are, are you gonna play? Are you gonna play baseball this spring? If you're a lefty, are you gonna play baseball? You know, I've thought about it, and I've also thought about running track. I don't. I think I'll probably end up doing one or the other because you know, I'm a high schooler, and I I sports take up a lot of my life. And once basketball is over this uh, this winter, you know, I'm not gonna know what to do with myself after school. And, you know, so and I, I, I always played baseball when I was younger. I stopped playing um, after my eighth grade year. So, I, you know, that's in the back of my head. But, you know, that's for after basketball season. But, yeah, I think I, I think I might end up either running track or uh, playing baseball. So are you are you going to be one of those dudes at the at the YMCA um, in a few years that start up a, a league and you got all your buddies from high school playing? Yeah, I could also see myself going back to open gym and football practice every now and then, you know, maybe not every single time, but, you know, every now and then, you know, obviously wouldn't hurt at all. And, you know, I I feel like it gets repetitive sometimes like practice and stuff, but I feel like I'm going to miss it a lot once, once, once it's gone. So I feel like I will, I'll be one of those guys that come back a lot. Absolutely. All right, Jaron. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast and best of luck to you for the rest of the season, man. Yep. Thank you. Thanks a lot for listening to another episode of the Bases Loaded podcast and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bases Podcast.